Welcome, loyal listeners and blog readers, to our weekly installment of the Class Action uh, Weekly Podcast. I'm joined today by my colleagues, Alex Karasik and Brandon Spurlock. Welcome, gentlemen. Great to be here, Jerry. Thanks for having me, Jerry. Today's topic is artificial intelligence in general and chat GBT in particular. Uh, This is a new legal horizon and frontier in an area that intersects with class action litigation. What are your thoughts in general on what we're going to see in this area? Yeah, thanks, Jerry. So chat GPT uh, is a very powerful program. And the first part of trying to understand it is understanding how it works. So GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Essentially what's happening, Jerry, is you're taking a large corpus of data and running machine learning and supervised learning. Uh, It's not really disclosed how much data has been used to train the program, but some people have set up to 45 terabytes of data. So over 300 billion words are used to train the system. Uh, And it scores each word. And using very powerful algorithms, it can predict what the next word should be. So it's really a large predictive model. Uh, And what it does is it has the capability to essentially mimic human speech using these powerful algorithms. So when you're using the platform, it feels like you're talking to a real human being. I read a recent article that uh, the system passed a bar exam. Um, It successfully uh, got an A-plus on an MBA exam and passed an online onboarding interview. Uh, in terms of a tool that powerful, what are some of the implications in the legal landscape for this tool? Changes and advancements in technology are happening very quickly in this space. In its first two months of its release, ChatGPT reached over 100 million users. This has led to a lot of questions, starting with, can ChatGPT and related technologies replace humans? And by humans, I mean lawyers with law degrees and state bar licenses. Can it help their legal work and facilitate these processes? And in particular, what impact will this have on the class action landscape? Class action involve enormous amounts of work, and can ChatGPT and related technologies be used to facilitate and streamline that work in these mega bet the company cases? That being said, uh, I know the software doesn't own and hasn't passed a law licensing exam, but do you believe that there is a future for this form of artificial intelligence in class action litigation? You know, Jerry, it's, it's, it's easy to be mesmerized by chat GPT's capabilities. Uh, and a lot of white-collar professionals uh, have to wonder, uh, is this technology going to replace some of what they do, particularly lawyers? I mean, if you use the platform, Jerry, and type in a question, let's say, how do you certify a class action? You'll get a pretty good answer back from the program, but it's a far cry from a winning brief. Uh, So there will always be a place for white-collar professionals, particularly lawyers, to add their lawyerly expertise on top of what you can get from chat GPT. But lawyers are already using the technology for lower-level tasks like document creation, legal research. And we think that's going to be the primary use case as the legal profession begins to adopt this technology. Those are great points, Brandon. And despite the great successes so far of ChatGPT and artificial intelligence, there's also been a lot of issues. There have been repeatedly more and more errors that are being recognized by the public as this technology has become part of the forefront of mainstream society. 
And it's more important than ever that people understand these technologies are new, they're evolving, they're emerging, and they're far from perfect. And professional risk carriers are paying attention too, and it's becoming something that's very important to them in terms of legal risk, especially when you're relying on a machine to potentially provide legal advice. As a trusted legal advisor and beginning to get phone calls from chief legal officers, general counsel, asking me to opine on the risks that companies face, especially in law departments, in the use of artificial intelligence. I know that you are both on the forefront of these particular issues. What would you say to a general counsel or a chief legal officer about some of those risks? At first blush, we can all appreciate the efficiency of chat GPT and technologies that are similar. But the biggest risk area that, or at least one of the biggest risk areas that we identify is the use of artificial intelligence in hiring decisions. For instance, if you're using a software to make hiring decisions and it excludes all candidates with wrinkle under their eyes, could that potentially be ripe for an age discrimination claim? Or based on the candidate's color of their skin or various other factors, these technologies are going to be closely scrutinized the more they're used in terms of hiring and firing and promotional decisions. So I think that's going to be a major risk area for corporate counsel to pay attention to. I think that's right, Alex. And another big concern is going to be privacy issues. Uh, as users use this open platform, to the extent they enter their own personal private data, how is the program then using that information that's plugged into the system? So along with uh, the bias concerns that are out there, there are also going to be privacy concerns. And on top of that, copyright concerns as well. Again, the program scours the internet for information that helps train the model. Uh, when does the fair use doctrine come in and when is it a copyright violation? These issues are going to have to be determined uh, as people continue to use the program. Our clients value us looking around the corner and seeing what's the next big thing, the next big risk, the next big potential legal liability. Um, what do you view in terms of the future in 2023 and beyond for laws and regulations in this particular space? Great question, Jerry. Regulators and lawmakers are right now trying to juggle the efficiencies of this, these technologies with the potential risk of bias. For instance, the EEOC has already made artificial intelligence one of its strategic priorities for 2023 and beyond. In fact, the Commission filed its first artificial intelligence-related employment-discriminated lawsuit over the last year. So it's absolutely imperative for employers to understand that government agencies and lawmakers are paying attention and trying to figure out the best way to regulate these technologies. I think that's absolutely right, Alex. Already several states, including New York, Illinois, Maryland, have enacted laws regulating the use of artificial intelligence and employment-related decisions. And also, when AI is used for video job interviews, to the point you just made, other states have bills that are pending, like in Texas, Washington, D.C., uh, Massachusetts. Uh, they're all looking at how to regulate artificial intelligence in the absence of any national legislation that's pending or any federal legislation that's going to govern the entire country. So we'll have to be mindful as to what each state and municipality does in this area of law. As new laws and regulations evolve, what can corporate counsel, chief legal officers look to in terms of steps they can take to make sure their law department and their companies are compliant uh, with this new frontier? 
It's a good point, Jerry. I think corporate counsel are going to have to be very mindful to make sure they review their policies, practices, and training programs to keep up with these new rules, laws, and regulations dealing with AI technology. Another good idea would be to designate uh, personnel within their corporate legal department focused uh, on AI. So you can have a good training mechanism to ensure that their employees are up to date on the most recent regulations. In terms of 2023, what do you see this year and what should corporate counsel be on the lookout for? Given the well-known benefits as well as the high risks associated with chat GPT and similar technologies, corporate counsel absolutely have to pay attention to weighing the balances of the pros and the cons. Right now, it's important for uh, corporate counsel to understand what they can do to utilize these technologies to help their businesses without hurting their businesses. For instance, Jerry, there could be some low-hanging fruit like document review, contract formation, preparation of agreements, and those types of things, you know, artificial intelligence might be able to do some of the heavy lifting. But they have to ask themselves as corporate counsel, what about the legal risk? What about my professional liability carriers? Do I need an attorney to review this? And we always think that it's important for them to exercise caution when implementing these technologies. And as Brandon pointed out, making sure they're paying extra attention because guess who is? The EEOC and other government-related agencies. Great points, Alex. And, and I think corporate counsel should also look to our blog and our podcast. We're going to continue uh, to monitor the developments in this area. There's already been class action lawsuits filed related to uh, OpenAI and ChatGPT. There's a class action pending in the Northern District of California uh, where they're saying the, the AI program uses code, open source code, in violation of the licensing rules in place. Uh, so that's one lawsuit that we'll continue to monitor. There's another lawsuit pending in Delaware uh, where an AI platform uh, used images uh, that were available on the internet and again it's a copyright question as to whether that's the fair use uh, of those materials or a copyright violation. So corporate counsel should uh, definitely follow our podcast and our blog because we will monitor these class action lawsuits to help assess the risk uh, that companies will be facing as they use this technology. Alex and Brandon, thank you for the great discussion today in this particular space. You're clearly thought leaders in a new frontier and in a new area of law. And loyal blog readers and listeners, send us a DM to uh, the Dwayne Morris Class Action Blog. We'd love to hear from you regarding this topic and others. Have a great day.